begin another week together as we study God's Word. We're talking on the theme, winning at living. And the point being that so many people miss out on really living life to the full. They're really losing at living. Life can be exciting. Life can be special. Always there are hardships, hurts, and wounds, and even difficulties along the way. But if we learn to live life God's way, it makes a difference. Today, I want to talk about one of the basic desires or habits that we have to develop if we're going to win at living, and that is seeking God on a daily basis. And I want to read from the book of Psalms, chapter 63, and verses 1 through 8. You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and merciful land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory because your love is better than life. My lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name, I will lift up my hands. I will be fully satisfied as with the richest of foods. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. On my bed, I remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night because you are my help. I sing in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your right hand upholds me. Some time ago, a guy named Tom Parker wrote an article for the Chicago Tribune entitled Day by Day in the USA. And it was subtitled, What Does What, How Often, Every 24 Hours. Essentially, what Tom Parker did was collect Uh, statistics from all over America, and he put them together to essentially say what happened on an average 24-hour day, and he did it on hundreds of topics. For example, every day in the United States, Americans spend $7 million on entertainment and recreation. That's one day, 24 hours, and that's more than $8,000 a second. And Another fact, every 24 hours, Americans buy 50,000 new television sets. According to Parker, if you spread those sets evenly along the road between New York City and Hollywood, California, they would just be over 300 feet apart, less than a minute's walk, and they would go from one end to the other. In other words, television addicts could easily walk from one TV to the next during commercials and never miss a show. Also, everyday police in this country arrest the equivalent of 500 busloads of people, 28,000 a day, 24-hour period in all. And one-fourth of these people are arrested for drunkenness, driving under the influence of some form of alcohol. Also every day, 5,000 people in this country try cocaine for the first time. Each day, $40 million is handed over to prostitutes for services rendered. Yes, right, that's right, $40 million. Another statistic is in every 24-hour period in America, people in the United States drink 1.2 million gallons of hard liquor. That's enough booze to get 26 million people drunk, intoxicated. Statistics like these tell us that a lot of things are happening, some good, some bad, but some of the things we need to realize is the one thing that's not happening is not enough people are seeking God. Not enough people are desiring to really get to know him and spend time with him and have a relationship with him. David knew that, 
And that's why when he wrote the 63rd Psalm, he said, you are my God, I will seek you earnestly. My soul thirsts for you. And he talks about how he longs for the Lord. And it's a, it's a picture of someone who is in the desert, thirsty because they're longing for water. He's thirsty for God. We need to pray every day, Lord, make us thirsty for you. Give us a desire to get to know you and to have a deep relationship with you. I want to ask you to join me and that we say with David, I will seek the Lord earnestly. I will seek the Lord with all of my being. You see, David's faith comes out in this passage. He says, you're my God. And because of that, I'm going to seek to know you in the deepest and best possible relationship. It's one thing to know someone. It's one thing to really have a relationship with them. You can meet someone once or twice or three times and be on a speaking relationship, hi, how you doing kind of relationship. That doesn't mean you really know them. To really know them, you have to spend time with them. You, you need to have uh, moments where you talk and share and give and take. So the question is, we're all seeking something. Are we really spending time seeking God? We can get so caught up in things that we don't do that. And that is a tragic mistake in the life of the believer. Because if we don't seek God on a daily basis, we drift. And we drift further and further away from him. God doesn't move. But we do. And if we choose not to seek him, not to spend time with him, it shows up. What David was most concerned about was out there in the wilderness of life that he needed to, to be with God. He missed worship. He needed to be in the place of worship. He needed to experience God's presence. He needed to be touched in his inner being by God's presence and power and his kindness and love. And so that only helped to make him more thirsty. You see, the world has many amusements, but it doesn't have very many pleasures. Pleasure, C.S. Lewis said, reminds us that it's, he reminds us that it's God's invention. God wants us to have pleasure, but the pleasures can be warped. Satan has never been able to manufacture a single, genuine, lasting pleasure. We're always driven back to God for the true enjoyment of life, and David knew that better than most. So David uses for the word longing, as he's talking about, he's longing to know God, longing to have a deeper relationship with God. The word he used can sometimes be translated fainting. My flesh faints for you. The word occurs in another place. David's craving after God was not just mental, emotional, or volitional, but an actual physical craving. He really sought the Lord. He really wanted to experience his presence and power. A.W. Tozer, a mighty man of God in the past, in his book, The Pursuit of God, says, I deliberately want to encourage this mighty longing after God. This lack of it has brought us to our present low estate. This stiff and wooden quality about our religious lives is the result of our lack of a holy desire. Complacency is a deadly foe of all spiritual growth. God waits to be wanted too bad that with many of us, he waits so long and in vain. Tozier continues, every age 
has its own characteristic. Right now we're in an age of religious complexity. The simplicity which is in Christ is really found, is found rarely among us. Instead, we develop programs and plans and all kinds of things, and we put those ahead of Christ. So today, simplify your life and seek him. Spend some time with God. If it's just a few minutes in the morning and a few minutes in the evening, pray, talk to him, read his word. Seek the Lord, and he may be found. Have a great day. 